You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. The American Civil Liberties Union of Wyoming filed a federal lawsuit Monday challenging Teton County's 24-7 sobriety program. The program began in 2014, and it allows a judge to mandate breathalyzer tests twice a day every day for those awaiting trials on alcohol charges, such as driving under the influence. But communications director for the organization, Jana Farley, says that might not be constitutional. You know, we've got this idea in in our country that, that, you know, it's this bedrock principle of, you know, you are innocent until proven guilty. But this this program is a gross overreach of government power. The suit says the program violates the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, which protects people from unlawful searches and seizures, as well as the 14th and Eighth Amendments. Currently, if a person is 30 minutes late or more to their daily test, they can be subject to arrest without a warrant. That's something Farley says is unnecessarily harsh. You know, arresting something, someone for being late does nothing to improve public safety. It's just simply an incredibly punitive pretrial release condition, especially for these first-time suspected offenders. In the last three months of 2021, 66 people had to provide testing under the 24-7 program. Law enforcement officials say it keeps the community safe and reduces incarceration rates. The nonpartisan conservation organization, the Center for Western Priorities, held a media briefing Wednesday to counter what they describe as a PR campaign by U.S. oil and gas producers, calling for more subsidies and greater access to public lands amid the war in Ukraine. The nonpartisan budget watchdog group, Taxpayers for Common Sense, also weighed in, represented by Vice President Autumn Hanna. The simple truth is that oil and gas companies will say they need more taxpayer subsidies in just about every circumstance, including the current situation in Ukraine. However, when it comes to oil and gas, we are largely energy independent from Russia. The U.S. does not import any natural gas currently from Russia, and imports of crude oil made up only 1% of total U.S. crude over the last decade. Hannah says the U.S. was already a net exporter of petroleum in 2020 and 2021, and that new production records are expected to be broken this year. The push to expand Medicaid in Wyoming failed this legislative session. It was introduced as a budget amendment in the state Senate, but didn't pass due to both procedural reasons and the fact that many lawmakers are still not convinced that enlarging the federal health care program would be a good idea. But despite that setback, many advocates, including R.J. Hours of the American Cancer Society's Cancer Action Network, remain hopeful. Really, overall, we're not daunted. We're not disappointed. We feel very invigorated with the momentum that we think the issue has. A poll from last fall shows that more than two-thirds of Wyomingites support expanding Medicaid, which would provide insurance coverage for an estimated 24,000 people. Our says organizations across Wyoming will continue to educate voters and lobby lawmakers in advance of next year's legislative session. Water managers from western Wyoming and eastern Idaho gathered Tuesday to talk about the Snake River Reservoir System, a massive network that serves farming and recreation in the area. Last year, drought made headlines when Jackson Lake dropped to historically low levels to support interest downstream. Now, another relatively dry winter means reservoirs are currently projected to be at 60% capacity by spring, compared to 88% last year. 
Resources Manager for the Upper Snake River Basin, Brian Stevens, says that means water will continue to be a scarce resource this coming summer and fall. There's potential, increased potential, for us to totally drain the reservoir system this year. The irrigation districts that have that water, they're entitled to that. We make those deliveries when they're called. So Jackson Lake will remain low. The Coulter Bay Marina is unlikely to open this summer, according to the Jackson Hole News and Guide, and other boat launches will also see shortened seasons. This has been the weekly news roundup from the KHOL News team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.